Hi, this is Caroline, and you're listening to Get a Clue, Stories of Business, my podcast about change management, restructuring, and transformation. As you know, I love to talk about pop culture, historical figures, and quite frankly, whatever comes to my mind. Hopefully, that's the beauty of this podcast. And today, I want to celebrate because this episode 24, let me share a little secret with you. The moment you have published more than 20 episodes, you belong in the Hall of Fame of podcasts because you belong to the 1% of active podcasts. So the moment I hit the 21 published episodes, I was quite happy with myself. It's still February, only two months of the 12th month of this year have been completed. I feel like I'm on track. I'm happy with myself. And actually recording this podcast is just a creative endeavor for me. I know that I should be, you know, tracking numbers, see how many people have subscribed to my podcast. I'll get to that. For the time being, this is about being creative. We all know the saying, there are friends for a reason, friends for a season, and friends for life. And in today's world where sometimes we move cities, but maybe sometimes we'll also move countries for a job, it is not so easy to have friends for life. It also depends on your social skill set, right? Are you somebody who keeps in touch with people? Will you look up old friends on Facebook? Will you not? Is do you still have par- are your parents still alive? Do they, you know, um, you know, entertain you with stories of the neighbor's son and uh, I don't know childhood friends, so that you have uh, you know a functioning social fabric to rely on and to be able to get back in touch with people that maybe last time you touched base with when both of you were like. 11 years old and playing in the local soccer team. As I said, sometimes we move cities, we move countries, so it's not so easy to keep in touch with people and maintain friends for life. And that's where friends for season come in, specifically work buddies. So the people that you make friends with when you work for the man. And I have a couple of work buddies that I actually want to give a shout out to. Cecile, Daniel, you know who you are. Thanks for having been my work buddies and for still being my friends. Sometimes we say that women have an easier time relating to others, sharing their emotions, creating these like, you know, crucial bonds. I'm not so sure about that. I know for sure I'm not somebody that likes to discuss my emotions with people. I like to get stuff done. But even I rely on my work buddies. Back in the day when I worked for the man, so a big German bank, I had these two work buddies, Cecile and Daniel, and I am sure that they helped me maintain my mental sanity when we put in the hours, when I pretty much didn't have much of a life outside of the bank, and when we just had to deal with stressful situations and challenges and roadblocks and working in a corporate environment that was not the happiest, to say the least. And Work buddies and my perception help you stay sane. So if you know you have somebody that you can rely on that has your back and that somebody is somebody that you're going to meet two or three times a week at 8.30 a.m. at the you know corporate cafe to just have share cappuccino, gossip a bit and just get ready for the challenges of the day, you automatically feel better. And work buddies do so much more than that. They fulfill other social functions, so to speak. So they can act as your sparing partner. Assume you report to somebody and you really don't respect them because you don't think that they're very capable in terms of their professional skill set. 
that has happened to me and people usually can tell when I'm not convinced of their professional skill set. That's something I have to work on. So when you have to deal with a, you know, like a boss like that, your work buddies can act as sparing partners and help you survive and maybe also navigate that type of scenario in a more diplomatic manner than you usually would, you know, confront the situation. Work buddies also, they just make you laugh. And sometimes that's what we have to do when things get tough, when it's challenging, when we have to meet deadlines. It's important that we have people that we can have fun with, right? And then also another important function of work buddies is that they simply just have a complementary skill set. Let's say you suck at PowerPoint. They don't. You want Excel worse. They're not. You can help each other. And uh, I've always very much appreciated my work buddies because sometimes they help you to, you know, step on the balcony, so to speak, and kind of like look at your own behavior from the eyes of somebody else. So I remember that sometimes on Friday afternoons, I was tired and maybe there was like a sudden request and I had to create yet another PowerPoint presentation. And I was so focused that I really forgot everything else that was going on, you know, like in my immediate vicinity in the office. And then Daniel, sometimes he would just say to me, Caro, du bist im Tunnel, meaning Carol, you're in the tunnel, like you don't even notice what's going on in your immediate vicinity. And that sometimes helped me to just like pause, take a break, smell the flowers, and then move on. So never underestimate your work bodies are not only sparing partners, people that make you laugh, but they are also people that, you know, might help you notice when you're putting way too much pressure on yourself. At times, you will forge such strong bonds with your work buddies, with your work husband, your work wife, that that will evolve and morph into a fully fledged friendship. Happily or luckily, that has happened to me several times. I do keep in touch with people. For instance, my former boss uh, from the time I worked for the corporate executive board in London in 2007 and 2008, him and I were still friends. I mean, now we talk about spiritual issues. So our focus has certainly shifted, but we still are friends, even though he lives in the US, I currently live in Germany. Or another work buddy of mine, she lived in New York, she lived in Frankfurt, she moved to Mumbai, we keep in touch. She's Indian, by the way. It's always interesting to discuss things with her because she has a different perspective, she comes from a different culture background, and I'm very happy that we continue to be in touch and that our work buddy ship, so to speak, has morphed into a fully into a fully fledged friendship and you know sometimes we do have work friendships that are friendships for a season and that's okay when i look back at some of the friendships that have not gone beyond you know the the joint um comradeship so to speak you know of a particularly challenging consulting project then that's okay as well and maybe sometimes we just fought we're not aligned anymore, we don't share the same interests, that's okay. But I do think we should never underestimate the value of having work buddies in a organizational setting that is prone to a lot of performance pressure, where we feel like we always have to be effective and efficient and just like, you know, be like a robot, so to speak. And having these work buddies like once in a while just tell us, look, you're in the tunnel, time to chillax. 
you know, so chill and relax. Or to have somebody say, hey, let's grab coffee is so helpful. And as I said, I know that women have a reputation for, you know, bonding so much easier than men. Again, I am not really sure, but I know one thing for sure that work bodies help you survive and they bring humanity back onto the agenda, maybe the corporate agenda even. And it's not always tit for tat. It's not always like you have to do them a favor. They'll do you a favor. It's human relationships that matter in the end. And work buddies, I feel, help us put a put value to these types of, you know, um, bonds that help us survive in stressful, demanding organizational settings. Once in a while, I encourage you to shout out or give a shout out to your work buddies and tell them how grateful you are for the mere fact that they exist. Never take them for granted and, you know, get them coffee, buy them a book, whatever makes them happy. I don't know. Get them nail polish. I don't know. Whatever makes them happy and thank them for the mere fact that they are your friend and have your back and are your sparing partner and make you laugh and tell you off when you are really in a tunnel. So that's my episode about work buddies. I'm kind of curious whether you have work buddies. Maybe you have work buddies, but you're not actually aware that you have them. So maybe this is the, you know, time to reflect on the people that you have friendly rapport with at work and thank them for their mere existence and for having your back. Also, if you don't have work buddies, is there a reason why you don't? Maybe people conspired against you in the past. And so now you're like, no, I'm not going to make friends at work. That is too challenging. That is too dangerous. For me, in the end, we're all human beings. We go to work, we interact and we need that bond we need people that we can rely on people need to know that they can rely on us as well and that's why i cherish work bodies and i encourage you to have a have a couple of them and stay in touch with them because you know life is short and it's human interactions that make up the fabric of our stories and our lives so why not cherish them a bit more That's it for today. My episode about work buddies. Again, shout out to all of my work buddies, wherever they are. And curious about your feedback, any comments you might have. Without further ado, bye-bye.